Um, Today is the final sermon in the series, Riding Out the Rapids. You're probably tired of me setting it up for you every week, but there are those that just kind of pop in that maybe haven't been here every week. Um, You know, in 2020, I just sort of felt like uh, this has been like a whitewater rafting expedition. If you've ever been whitewater rafting, you know that before you ever get into the boat, there's a guide that says, I'm going to be with you. And if you'll just listen to me and do what I tell you to do when the water gets rough, there's a really, really good chance that you're going to come out safely on the other side of those rapids. And you're going to end up thinking, you know, it was all OK. It was OK. It felt scary, but I was never really in danger. And that's the way this year has felt like to me. I just felt like there have been moments of it were slow and smooth and calm and then all of a sudden, it's just like we're being swept away with these turbulent and uncertain things going on in a world that range from pandemics to elections to unrest across the globe. And it's just really been a tough year. And, and it occurred to me that we have a guide. It's the word of God. And if we will listen to the, the word of God, which can be our guide, um, we can make it safely through these turbulent and uncertain times. And, and, and we can look back and say, you know what, it, it really wasn't as bad as it could have been because my guide was with me. My, my guide was, was instructing me how to endure and to persevere and to get through these difficult days. And so I've just been choosing some select scriptures about what might God's word have to say to the people of God in uncertain and turbulent times. And so for this last Sunday in this series, I decided to pick the 23rd Psalm. Quite honestly, I don't know that I've ever preached on the 23rd Psalm. Uh, We studied about it when I was a kid. I remember that. We had to memorize it. And um, uh, although I never worried so much about goodness and surely and mercy or whatever, I didn't know about those people. But um, but I, I haven't really preached on this text. We, we, we use it a lot in funerals, just about every funeral that, that, that I've ever done. The family will ask us to, to read the 23rd Psalm, and you have to read it in the King James Version. Steve should have changed that up there because I forgot to. Um, but um, I find it interesting that we read at a time of death the 23rd Psalm Whereas if you're paying attention to it, it's really a psalm about life. And so today I just wanted to end with this. During this turbulent and uncertain times, what might this very familiar psalm have to say to us? And so um, I'm going to read it in the uh, King James Version, which feels like the only way you can read this psalm. Uh, The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. Did you know that David was a shepherd? Did you remember that? David himself was a shepherd. David's father, Jesse, was a shepherd. So David knows something about what it is to be a shepherd. He's speaking about something that he has a good command of the material. And so he's a shepherd. His dad's a shepherd. And yet David says the Lord is a shepherd. 
But he even gets more specific than that. He doesn't just say the Lord is a shepherd. He says the Lord is my shepherd, which means that this shepherd, David, is also calling himself a sheep, which I assure you is not a compliment. Sheep are not the smartest animals in the animal kingdom. In fact, if you're looking at the intelligence scale of the animal kingdom, sheep are way down the list. Sheep would be in trouble without a shepherd. Sheep just follow each other around. Even if it meant if there's a bunch of sheep are going off of a cliff, the sheep might just follow you off a cliff or into some other sort of danger. Sheep are easily frightened. I mean, if you spook a sheep, they all just run in different directions. Sheep can be very stubborn. They like to eat in the same places all the time. They like to uh, drink from the same water sources all the time. And we're going to get into that a little bit more. But these sheep are not the smartest of animals. And so when David calls himself a sheep, he is well aware of how dumb sheep can be. And yet, because David is a shepherd, he also knows that sheep are valuable commodities. Now, if the weather is not cooperating with you in a season, you can't move your olive grove. You can't move your vineyard to another location so that you can get more rain. But if you're a shepherd and the weather is not cooperating and you're not getting enough food to feed your sheep or enough water to give your sheep to drink, you can move those sheep to another place. So these are a very valuable commodity. They are drought resistant. You can take them to wherever you need to take them. And and shepherds and sheep were very nomadic uh, back in David's day. And and, and these sheep are, because they're valuable, the shepherd's going to do whatever he or she can to provide and to protect for those sheep. Uh, The shepherd has invested in them. He's either, or she's either purchased them or has raised them since birth, providing for them. Uh, The shepherd has named these sheep. Uh, knows them each by name. The shepherd has even marked these sheep. You know, we might use little tags nowadays to differentiate uh, which are our animals and which are not. But back in David's day, they would actually like clip the um, the ear of the sheep in in a distinctive way so that they could look at the ear of a sheep and they could determine uh, what if that sheep was theirs. And because these shepherds care so much for these sheep, despite their lack of intelligence, um, they won't lack for anything. They shall not want. Now, that doesn't mean that life's always going to be easy. doesn't mean that life's always going to be good. If you've read the story of David's life, you know that uh, the Bible does not try to mask at all the sins and the failings. And the ways that David disappointed God. But what David does know as a shepherd and as a sheep is that when he follows the Lord as a shepherd, the Lord is always going to be there for him. The Lord is always looking out for his best interests and wants to protect him. He knows that he is under the care of God and he takes comfort in that. So what can we learn in the midst of these turbulent and uncertain world in which we're living in today? That we have a shepherd who is with us. 
It doesn't mean that life's always going to be good. Doesn't mean that life's always going to be easy. But but we are under the care of the good shepherd and he cares for us. The second verse says he makes me to lie down in green pastures and he leadeth me beside the still waters. I want you to know if you've ever been to the Holy Land, green pastures aren't as common there as they are here. You just don't find a lot of green pastures where David is from. And if you're going to have a green pasture, it takes intentionality. It takes work. It takes somebody that's willing to bust up all of the hard limestone rock on the surface and to plow deep into the soil and, and, and to plant seed and to, to water the seed and to, to care for the seed. Uh, you've really got to go out of your way to have a green pasture. And why does the Lord make David? Lie down in these green pastures. The reason why this psalm came to mind for me is because of the year that you and I've had. You know, in March and April, I had a calendar full of stuff. We were planning for Easter, everything. I mean, every day was just packed with stuff to do. And all of a sudden, this pandemic hits and everything gets shut down. And my calendar and my life just comes to a screeching halt. But do you know what? In those days where everything was closed down, I don't know that my spiritual life was ever any better. I didn't have a lot else to do except to just study the word and and to spend time in prayer. And 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 so I think that what uh, we might hear from this scripture is that sometimes the Lord wants to make us stop. And to be nourished by green pastures. To be nourished by the Word of God. And then he says he wants to lead us beside still waters. Well, um, I don't know about you, but I'm sometimes difficult to be led. I like to do my own thing. I like to do what I want to do and when I want to do it. I don't want anybody telling me what I need to do or telling me where to go. I'm not really good at, 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 at following sometimes. And, and this shepherd uh, that David is talking about uh, is willing to lead us. Lead us beside the still waters. If this has been a raging rapid of a year, wouldn't it be nice to have some still water? And and what better way to have still water than to be led by the Lord to that place of quiet rest? Then in verse 3, it says, He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. You know, without shepherd, a sheep are creatures of habits. They will graze in the same place all the time. They will drink from the same water source all the time. The only problem with that is that after you eat and you eat and you eat and you eat, you begin to tear up the roots of the grass that you're eating. You can no longer get the same nutrients that you had before. It would damage that ground and and it would take years for it to come back to the same way. Um, Also, sheep are full of parasites a lot of times. And so when they're constantly drinking from the same water source, they actually pollute the water source that they're drinking from. And so sometimes we need to be restored. Even though this shepherd goes with us, sometimes sheep can become distressed. 
Uh, and that's what David is talking about here. Um, even I watched this, some of these videos this week too. Sheep can become cast. You know what that is? If they get too, if they get pregnant or they get too much uh, of their wool, that can actually fall over onto their back and they can't get up. They're like that woman on the commercial. I've fallen and I can't get up. They can't get up. And if they're on their back, they can't get up. And then this, their stomachs begin to emit this gas that is toxic to a sheep. And so if a sheep is cast, there's all sorts of videos about this. It's fascinating stuff. You can Google it. Uh, just wait till after the sermon, please. Um, but if, if you don't turn the sheep right side up after they're on their back, those gases will actually kill the sheep within 24 hours. And so uh, a sheep, a shepherd constantly has to be on the lookout. So even though the shepherd is with you, there can come circumstances in our lives where we need to be restored. And that's what David is uh, talking about here. Um, are there things in our lives that um, we need to be restored from? Could, could we could we. In this season of life, look to God and say, you know what? I've fallen and I can't get up. There are places that you want me to go. There are things that you want me to do and be that I can't do, that I haven't done. Could we do that? And then it says he leads us in the path of righteousness. And um, let me find my verse. For his name's sake. Uh, we can be led in the right way. Are there dangers that you and I could avoid if we would just listen to God and be led down the right path? Are there things that we might enjoy that we haven't enjoyed that if we would just listen to God, we might be able to enjoy? Finally, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Um, these, these animals need to be nourished when they're traveling. And, and the best place when you're traveling to find water in the mountainous area of the Holy Land is in the valley. But it's also in the valley where you find water that you find predators, that you find poisonous plants that could threaten the life of the sheep. And, and, and so uh, this place of life can also be the place of death. And what David is saying is, is I walk with you. The shepherd walks with you through that valley of the shadow of death. And you don't have anything to fear. Because if anything does threaten you in that valley, the shepherd will take care of it. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. I learned something this week that I didn't know. Did you know that the plateaus where shepherds try to graze their sheep, we would call in America mesas or mesas. And you know what that is Spanish for? Table. Table. And so it's as if that the shepherds would go before the sheep to make sure that a particular area was good. They would prepare it. They would remove anything that was poisonous. If they saw predators, they would try to scare the predators away or to kill the predators. But obviously they couldn't do it all. They couldn't get every poisonous plant. They couldn't 
kill or run off every predator. And so preparing a table might be to prepare a safe place for these sheep to graze, but there still might be enemies present. And then anointing the head with oil, apparently one of the things that sheep suffer from are are, uh, nose flies that get into the wet mucous membranes of their nose and they become very irritated by those things and a sheep will actually beat its head up against a tree or a rock because it hurts so much and so a shepherd would put oil on the um, sheep's nose to prevent those flies from getting inside the nose it was a way of protecting them and every need that the sheep have the shepherd tries to meet and so their cup runneth over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever means that the shepherd when taking the sheep out would care for them but when it came time for the winter the shepherd would always bring those sheep back home They would always be in the presence of their shepherd dwelling with him in safety and security. That's a message I think we could hold on to in these uncertain days. That God is willing to lead us and guide us and care for us and provide us. Thanks be to God.